I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Cause I told you. That is so fetch. Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Sweet setup. What do you make here? Don't worry about it. Oh, cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Well, Dick, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Take it home with you. Welcome back to Sauce and Goss, Weekend Quarantine Edition. I'm Ryan. <laughs> I'm Fiona. Yes, and, and you notice right away, not like last episode, Fiona's mic did not kick out immediately at the start of the episode. Why oh is that? <laughs> it kicked out immediately? Straight up. That. Oh my did you god. Right when you go to introduce yourself, like you're like, I'm Fee eh, eh, <laughs> and it's just gone. Oof. Sorry everyone. Thanks for bearing with me. <laughs> now no, I'm not I'm not having a microphone troubles this time. It's more laptop troubles, so I'm Skyping on my phone, everyone. <laughs> that's so funny, man. I can't believe you're doing this on your phone. That, that rips. Yeah. But that's what we do, man. When we have trouble on this show, which is almost never because we rip so hard, we do whatever it takes to bring you the goss. And that's what mm-hmm. we're going to do. We've got mm-hmm. all kinds of shit to talk about today. And if you notice here on my nice little webcam, what am I drinking wow. out of Fiona? Oh, an sauce and goss mug. That's very exclusive. Only two have ever been made. That's right, dude. And and we'll make more if there's demand for it. Legit, right off the top, we're thinking about maybe next month getting some t-shirts made. I have I have put a couple of quotes out there. I think I've found a guy that I'm I'm really stoked on. I like his work. I like his price. And we are thinking about rip rolling out some t-shirts for the peeps. And and you know what? T-shirts are are way too expensive nowadays. It's ridiculous. And when we get these T-shirts made, dude, we're going to sell them for $20. And, and that'll make you happy. It'll make us a little bit of money. And that'll help us hashtag go global world tour 2022. Plus, they're going to be about. super cute. Um, you love that part out. Super cute, which is it, like all we care about. That's the life we yeah. live. Hashtag it's super cute look. lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. All right, um, so we're still in quarantine, and, and I'm getting double quarantine duty because I'm staying at my girlfriend's parents' place in Kitchener. Beautiful Kitchener. It's a lovely day out today. And um, her parents just got back on Friday night from Arizona, and that means we have turned into a spaceship here. No one can unlock the hatch. We are trapped here. And that's A-OK, because before they got here, my girlfriend went out and got me more beer, more avocados, and more stuffed crust pizza. How about that? Well, I saw a video today about, um, I didn't watch the whole thing because it was really long and, and um, like boring to get to the, the heart of it. But the caption was something about someone stuffed a cocaine full of, uh, or like inside of avocado pits. And they're wondering how they did that. Um, so I thought of you. Um, but then I didn't watch the whole video. <laughs> Not because of the cocaine. I saw cocaine and I thought of you. <laughs> the show's canceled. Um, that's yeah, hilarious. <laughs> so, wait. So, like, you mean somebody was smuggling cocaine? Inside of avocados. 
So, so like, what do you mean? Like they, they took the pit out, put the cocaine in the green cotto part, or they like hollowed out the pit. I think they hollowed out the pit. That, wow. That's weird. And, and also like, how did they think they were going to get away with that? Because to do that, you would have to take the cotto apart somehow. Yeah. I don't know. Or like. Maybe just like a small little drill got in like the top. You and I are on the same page, dude. And that's why if this doesn't work out, I guess we could be drug smugglers. Perfect. (laughs) Except except maybe not because that idea didn't work, dude. Um, On that, on that note, have you ever watched the show Narcos? No. It's a good time to do that because we're in quarantine. Nothing else to do. And, and it's such a good show. The first, uh, I think like, you know, the first two seasons are, are tremendous. And if you don't know, Narcos is basically all about um, the secret U.S. Uh, drug, uh, the DEA, bringing down Pablo Escobar, who's like the most famous drug king of all time. And uh, obviously, this isn't a spoiler. Every, everybody should know this. A- a- Escobar dies. They uh. they. They kill him. That's common knowledge. And uh, what's really cool is that um, as part of the show, they actually got uh, the real one of the real guys who brought him down to consult on the show. So a a large majority of the scenes in the show um, are are very real. Um, particularly the scene where they finally find him. And, uh, if you don't know, a soldier shoots him on a rooftop and, uh, and they get him and everything. And like, it was crazy. Cause it was like all in public and shit. There were just people everywhere as they brought him off this roof, just bleeding everywhere. It's ridiculous. But what he used to do because he got into the cocaine business, obvi. Uh, and he was so rich. He like he had so much money. So what he started doing was he would get these potato trucks and he would hide the coke in the tires. So they would put bags of coke in the tires, the spare tire inside the exhaust, like anywhere you could hide it. And they were like, we just got this truck of potatoes. And, and they would ship it off. And then eventually he had like a whole like little biplane network that would fly it into Miami because that was Coke Central in the 80s. Um, he had all these crazy ideas. What ended up happening was obviously he was taking in so much cash that you couldn't declare it all um, to the government and not have them be like, where are you getting all this money? So he set up all these illegitimate businesses. He had like a taxi company, but he was still making so much money. So what he did, and to this day, there's still tons of these that haven't been found. He just stacked the cash up and vacuum sealed it on skids and buried them in the middle of farmer's fields. And like still to this day, the the Colombian government estimates that there's over like $200 million dollars american just buried in some guy's field somewhere it's a pretty cool story you should check it out well how come these farmers haven't like dug up their fields yet looking for it 
Well, it would cost it would cost them money, right? They don't want to risk ruining their field, right? But uh, a couple of years ago, a guy did find one, and like it was a big deal, right? And obviously, the government seized it, which I think right. is unfair. Yeah, you should have given the guy at least a million bucks. Like, come yeah. on, that's yeah. lame. Anyway, yeah, it's a really cool story. You should check that out. I don't know how I got on that tangent. Oh yeah, oh, you cocaine. were hiding. <laughs> you were you're suggesting how we're gonna hide coke and avocados? Not us. Yeah. No. Other, other people on my Facebook. <laughs> on oh, so you know these people? No, it was some like like shared like sponsored video. I don't know. I know, dude. I don't I'm know. Only- I, I watched like twenty yeah. seconds of it, but then like I don't have that like long of an attention span these days after Vine. So so anymore, right. I wasn't gonna watch. Yeah, yeah. I missed six I miss seconds Vine. or less. Speaking of Vine, really quick off the top as well, one, one thing I definitely wanted to quickly touch on, I don't have much to say, is, is today we're, we're recording this March 29th, and one of the original big stars of Vine, and it really helped his profile, was, was Daddy, Chris D'Elia. It's his birthday today, and he is, he's the youngest man alive, and I love him. And, um, not true, though, the first thing you said there. He's, he's the youngest man alive, and he's the keeper of the log cabin, and um, I'm so proud to be part of the baby's cult, and, uh, you know, just uh, if he's definitely not listening to this, I mean, happy birthday, Daddy. Good good job. Keep making bags, and he's going to show us the way for us to make bags when those t-shirts drop, so pay attention to our socials for whenever that happens. Probably next month, we'll, uh, we'll dig into that. What do we got? There's There's stuff. <laughs> Yeah, there's stuff. There's um okay, we can we can uh stick with our theme of starting kind of with with a little bit of corona talk. Um cuz cuz here I am just at my house looking out the window yesterday and my across the street neighbors have like eight or nine people around including kids, which is like illegal now. Doug Ford says you can't have gatherings over five people. And like they're not they're not 6 feet apart. They're just like hanging out in the front lawn and I'm like what the hell is going on? Do they not know? Like, do they not know what's going on in the world? I think a lot of people just don't care. Or they're just like, there are people that are, they, there were people doing that here down the street in the driveway. There was only like five of them. and they But they were all like a good bit apart. And But yeah, I feel like people, just like with anything, are just like trying to push the limits of what, the government says um, people people are still psychotic down south. Um, not that it's not happening here, but not quite on as grand a scale. Um, there's still people hanging out at the beach. It's a goddamn disgrace. Um, I saw too that like uh, like the governor of like Alabama or Oklahoma, whatever it was, that old white woman who's cranky. She uh, and she doesn't like abortion or whatever. So, so you mean like all of them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was like, I'm not going to take away people's rights and blah, blah, blah. And we're not going to do that. And I was just like, I kind of hope all your whole yeah, state <laughs> dies. People's um, right to health is a little bit more important than their right to go to the beach. But <laughs> go off, I guess. <laughs> I also I also saw, too, that old Donnie, um, old Trumpster, Donnie T., uh, said the other day that basically he's not going to send aid and like medical supplies to any of the states that don't like him. And I guess like the governor from Michigan, <laughs> the governor from Michigan, who's a woman, 
which probably also doesn't help her relationship with with Donnie T. He doesn't like women much. Um, she, I guess she like slammed him the other day or whatever, and so now in a in a press conference, legit in front of like media, he was like, "Well, if uh, if they don't want to get along with me, I'm not calling them." Essentially. <laughs> Essentially treating an entire state of people because the governor slammed him rightfully so for being a moron. Essentially treating them like a bad date. And is just like, <laughs> no, we're not going to send them. And he also seems to think that America is going to be back to normal by Easter. And they don't need to have factories start making masks and stuff because they have plenty and and they're not going to need more, even though America is now officially the epicenter of the virus. But they're fine. And I got to say the worst part about seeing all of those neighbors across the street is those kids made the worst um, hopscotch, like, chalk lines on the road. Like, crooked lines, like, the like worst, like, come on, kids, step it up, like, it was embarrassing. I'm glad that it rained today to wash it away because it was <laughs> it was if, worse to look at than, than the herd of people. If you're, yeah, if you're going to be a dick and defy the rules, at least make your hopscotch line straight. At least make your hopscotch line straight. That's all I'm saying. Dude, like, how, how are kids so stupid today? Get a hockey stick and use it as a big ruler. And also use it to remind yourself to stay that far away from someone. <laughs> yeah. Did you Multi-use. see that? Did you see that, like, uh, that viral video going around to the two Canadian neighbors? And it's, like, the same guy. And it's, like, talking to your neighbor during coronavirus. And he's, like, it starts with the one guy on his deck across the street. And he's, like, hey, neighbor. And the other guy's, like, hey, from across the road. And they're, like, boy, it it sure sucks we can't go outside. And he's like, yeah, at least we got beer though, right? And he's like, cheers to that. And then they put their beer in a cup holder attached to a hockey stick and then a (laughs) bunch of brooms taped together and they reel it out into the (laughs) middle of the street so they can clink their bottles. Like that is, that's that's the content we need. I love it. Perfect. Oh, it was so funny. Yeah, come on, kids. Make your goddamn hopscotch line straight. Maybe that'll be a future t-shirt, too. We'll have, like, a perfect hopscotch ring, and then one line will just be crooked on the other side. We'll call it coronavirus hopscotch. (laughs) Yeah, perfect. (laughs) Awesome. What else you got? Um, Well, do we want to dip into my goss first, or do you want to talk about your stories? No, no. Okay. So, so I think because my agenda was so short this, this week, cause I've just, and, and you can see this, but the, but the people can't, maybe I'll put a picture of myself on our socials. I am becoming Grizzly Adams. I can't go anywhere. My hair needed a haircut two weeks ago. It's exploding. <laughs> I have a small rainforest growing on my scalp and my underbeard, see, I'm so disappointed in myself. My dad used to be able to grow a meaty beard. I, and but he would always just go to the goatee because he loved Garth Brooks. And so me, I've got just patchwork on the side. It looks like somebody dusted a little bit of shit on the side of my face. But the underbeard, I've got a great Jonathan Taves chin strap. 
and it's just it's out of control. It's just all dark down here. I look I look horrific. And it's awesome. I'm just embracing it. Me and my friends, uh, my best friends over in London, shout out to the boys, the O'Casey's gang, which we'll touch on later. Um, we're all just like, let's get as dirty as we possibly can. Let's see how decrepit we can all look so that when this is over, we'll all get together and have like a big dirt jam. The first thing I'm going to do when I get to come out of here is get like a hair appointment for sure. Your hair looks fine. Well, yeah, it's fine, but it's not how I want it. <laughs> I wanted it done months ago. Um, it's not saucy. But, but my, my hairdresser decided to, to go get pregnant and be booked up and not, <laughs> not have any openings for me. Selfish so now she's on maternity bitch. leave. Um, no, she's awesome. Uh, she's, she's the best, which is why it sucks, because I don't want anyone else touching my hair. Um, but it's fine. I'll find someone. I'll find, so a, cool. I'll find a replacement for, for the time being. Um, I like that eventually. you have that. I like well, that you yeah, have you, that. Like, you, need, you need that. You need someone who knows what you want. Because, oh boy, there's nothing worse than a bad haircut. I, I've, I've cried coming out of the hairdresser before. Any other girls out there who, who uh, the hairdresser cut it too short or somehow dyed it red when you wanted it blonde? I don't know if that's happened to else, but... That's incredible. So uh, that that's one thing. Like I, I just like, dude. I love women. You guys rip. I'm so fired up about being a dude, and that's one of the <laughs> thousand reasons, among other things. But I love that because, dude, I don't have to have a special relationship with a barber. I literally go in. You know what I do, dude? I don't care at all about my hair. And really, the only time I seriously cut it is if I know I'm going to be on TV. And so I'll go and I'll just shave it down with the number two and I leave like a little bit on top so I can gel it over to the side and look sharp. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I don't do that. I go to Walmart, $20 cut. Bang, it's over. So I feel bad for, for you then. I'll say this though. When you showed me those pictures of you post <laughs> post die. Where you want, where you wanted to be blonde. Where I wanted to die. <laughs> <laughs> where you wanted to be blonde, and it turned out like purple almost. I like, was, it was yeah, like, there weren't good pictures because I didn't want to take any good pictures. But yeah, it was like a deep red. It's because I, I showed I, I showed them that I, I I wanted a balayage style, which is like a more like subtle ombre effect. Um, and it was mostly blonde, but apparently there were some red undertones. Um, so they're like, do you want that? I'm like, yeah, I just want this picture. And then, and then it was just a deep, deep red <laughs> when I walked out. I'll and, say then, this. and then of course, do you like it? I'm like, yep, it's good. Thanks. <laughs> so you, you're like me, you're like me then, right? So, so two things, first of all, you're like me. We're like, if you, I don't know if other people are like this, but like if if you get like bad service, what wh like whatever that yeah, means, yeah, I can't somewhere, complain. I make it, it gives me like the worst anxiety. I can't do it either, dude. Like it, not that I've ever experienced like, um, I don't know, Yelp worthy bad service. Which, by the way, also side note, I think people that write Yelp reviews are fucking idiots. Like, get your fuck yourself. Like, at the end of the day, yeah, the food was bad. Somebody still made your food, you lazy pig. Like, just, just <laughs> fuck you. Like, you know, Yelp. Piss off. Anyway, 
on rare occasion, like if like I go to like when I used to live in Kitchener, there's a great breakfast place here. And um, I used to go there a lot. I lived down the street. And um, on rare occasion, if I like got like if I wanted like sausage and got bacon or I wanted French toast and got pancakes, I would never in my life say to the lady or or the man. Men can be waiters too. Come on now, 2020. Um, I would never yeah, ever. Not, they're called servers now, not waiters slash waitress. It's server. Gender right. neutral. I, um, I should have been more progressive when I said that. I'm sorry. Don't cancel me. Um, I would never stop them on their little breeze by and go, hey, I actually ordered pancakes. I'm fucking eating the French toast. I can't. I Because, dude, I I respect the shittiness of dealing with people and bringing them food and so i'm not ever gonna be the guy even if like say i ordered a burger and they brought me chicken fingers <laughs> i guess i'm having chicken fingers i can't See, okay i'm not like i would i would say i'm so i would i would apologize to them first but i would say this isn't what I ordered. I don't know if this is someone else's, but like, it's not your fault. Like, like, don't worry about it. But like, this isn't what I ordered. But like, I'm not upset. It's not your fault. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't even do that. I couldn't. I have had to send food back um, twice in my life, both at the same restaurant. Um, I keep going back there. It's still fine because yeah. one time it was it was it was past a Tuesday and just. Mine, uh, there's, um, I was with my family. There was five of us in total, I think, that night. And, like, four out of the five meals just, like, weren't cooked. Like, like I could not even, like, get my fork through the noodle. And I was, like... That's a problem. And, like, my friend was the server. Um, shout out Mitch. Hey, Mitch. Uh, <laughs> um, so I was, like, yo, Mitch, like, we can't eat this. You got to figure this out for me, Mitch. <laughs> so, so I guess... Um, yeah, he got us like a really good deal on it that night. And then the other time it was just because um, the pasta um, sauce was like just water. And I was with my other friend who is a server. So like, we are really nice about it. That's um, cool. Though. Yeah. So like, if you're if you can be nice about it, because it's not the server's fault if your food's bad, first of all. So don't take it out on them. It's not. Yeah. And it, like, if it's a busy night, like past, it was packed. So we're like, I'm not like upset. But like, can you just like boil it a little longer? <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah. yeah which which is acceptable like yeah if 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 the food is legitimately unforkable i mean <laughs> at that point you gotta say yeah. something I, yeah. I i just i can't do that to people it's like mm -mm. even like at tim hortons or something uh, those shitheads if i if i not the people who work there by the way the company itself um respect to the tim hortons workers but even if I go through and I order a double dub and they give me a, 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 a coffee with one cream, I'm drinking the coffee, man. I just don't care. Mm -hmm. I dated a girl who was like anal about stuff like that and thought it was like a crime against humanity to get an order wrong. And she would like turn around and go back in, which made me not happy mm -hmm. ever. And like, it would cause arguments. I hate mayo. Um, and if I ask for okay. it without mayo and it comes with mayo on... I'm just going to scrape it off myself. I'm not going to send it back. back to you, dude. <laughs> I'm yes. going to get a napkin and I'm just going to wipe it down. <laughs> yeah, I respect that. I would do the same thing if I didn't like mayo. But like, there, I'm, I'm the least picky person I know. Yeah. There's very few things I won't eat. 
Um, like, I, I just don't care that much, right? Mm-hmm. Like, people got to – people, especially during this time when, like, restaurants are working hard to, like, do takeout orders and stuff. And here's the thing. Oh, I'm going to touch on that. Sorry to interrupt. But no, no. I, I used to, like, very rarely tip when I got takeout because I'm like, they're not really doing anything. Um, I'm picking it up myself. But if you guys are ordering takeout or delivery – Okay, I always tip for delivery, first of all, because I'm not a monster. But make sure you guys are still tipping if you're ordering food, guys, because they're working hard and and they're not making any money um, just on server wages um, because they're not serving you guys. So very important to keep tipping. Straight up. I always tip the delivery guy when he brings me my Domino's. $10 tip is a a bare minimum courtesy. Um, That's a great point. Um, But back to your hair, which was where it's all stemmed from. My second point, outside of like being nice to food industry people, my second point is that in the pictures I saw, you look fine. And, and that's what everyone said, but there's it doesn't matter. No, I know you're. I know you're like I, but I wanted to look this way. Uh, but dude, when something goes wrong like that. From from now on, like when in, when this is over and you go and get your hair appointment and, and it may, and it maybe turns out shitty because maybe your hairdresser's a little rusty from taking care of a human, maybe if it's bad. You see, I have such confidence in her that she, she would never ever ever do anything to hurt me. And so. that's why the next time it's gonna, <laughs> something's going to go wrong, because uh, you said that, and when it does. You just gotta embrace it, dude. Just take it, man. All, just always have the mentality, and all of our listeners should have the mentality. Except, like on the last episode when I mentioned that some of you might be pieces of shit because you, you can never, you can never scan that big of a group of people. We're blowing up, dude. We're in Australia. We got people in England that have listened. We're going global, dude. And so, because we can't canvas all of you. At least 1% of you are pieces of shit, maybe. But for the rest of you that rip, always just remember when something goes wrong, your tire explodes, your hair is red and you wanted it blonde, the server brought you French toast instead of pancakes, just embrace it and remember, life still rips. Because at the end of the day, someone still cut your hair for you and somebody still brought you food and you're lazy and if you want it done a different way, fucking do it yourself. How about that? I will always um, be upset, though, if my hair doesn't turn out how I want. <laughs> I'll be You're that 1% learning. piece of shit for that. I don't care. Not learning. I, okay, look, I have long hair. <laughs> if they ever Dude. cut it short. Yeah. I don't know what I would do. This is years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, it's like $200 hair. to get your hair colored. If they chop it off, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, I, I understand. I understand that. Obviously, there are times when something doesn't rip and you have to say something. So I, I, I sympathize with you on the hair thing. But I'll just say this. I, I thought that your your reddish purpley hair was fine. Yeah, but I'm not a gamer girl. I can't pull it off. Okay, that's that's uh, that's racist. And I, and I don't appreciate what you said. Uh, I've been playing nothing but video games. You know what I did all day yesterday? I did not leave the couch here. And I played Spiral the Dragon 2 Ripto's Rage front to back. 
I beat the game, and all I did was drink beer and play Spyro. I did nothing else. And I'm going to do the same thing when I when I leave here, because obviously it's on to Spyro 3, Year of the Dragon, and I got to beat that shit. But I paused my gaming session to bring you guys this rip-roaring show with the... And, and we're going to turn it around here. So before we get to story time, there were a couple other things I wanted to touch on. A buddy of mine from high school, Jesse Gottwald, shout out Gottwald, made me aware of this festival for baloney. It's called the Yale Baloney Festival, not held at Yale, someplace in Michigan. And it's a whole festival for baloney. And I immediately went, fuck that. Because bologna is the worst lunch meat. Bologna sucks. How about that? I cannot tell you the last time I ate bologna. I definitely ate it as a kid. Because exactly. that's a kid that's a kid lunch meat. And like you like it as a kid. But I genuinely do not know the last time. I, like, I wouldn't consider. I would rather just eat plain bread. Rather than have a bologna sandwich. I agree, dude, and and you're right. That was like a kid thing because bologna is fairly cheap. But the yeah. thing about it is that's the same reasoning behind spam. It's cheap because it blows. And and again, I'm not that picky. It's just like if I go to Subway or something, I'm not. You couldn't pay me to get bologna. And Do they have I, bologna at Subway? Uh, yeah, I think so. I really? don't. Know. I don't know, dude. Oh God, there's I'm so saying... many other options, and you're getting bologna at Exactly. Restaurant. If you do that, you're one of the one percenters. Yeah, you're one of the one percent. Sorry to break it to you, listeners. The deciders but... have spoken. <laughs> if you're so... an adult choosing to eat bologna, not because you're, like, drunk at 2 a.m. and you have kids, and it's like, I'm just going to eat this bologna from the fridge. But, like, if you're, like, I'm an adult buying groceries for myself, and you're buying yourself bologna, <laughs> Why? listen to that that's a that's nice that's, that's my favorite crisp. sound in the world right now no i agree um and, and what's funny is my grandparents well at least grandpa he he loves baloney he's into it and <laughs> and like that's fine man he, it's he, fine like, but it's weird he grant my grandpa is 86 years old he'll be 87 this year still painting houses some this Mennonite guy is building this giant house behind them on the edge of our hometown, and he's painting it for him. And and you know what? I accept that Grandpa likes baloney because he's almost eighty seven, healthy as hell, and he knows who he is. Well, maybe and that's, that's the that. secret. Maybe maybe we should be eating baloney. Then we can we live to eighty seven to paint houses. We should, dude, because he is ripping it up, dude. And Grandma the same. I don't know if she's eating bologna, but she's definitely crushing soup and stuff. And she exercises. I don't exercise. What? Anyway, so bologna. I, I will say this, though. As much as I hate bologna, I, I would rather go to the Yale Bologna Festival than go to Coachella and hang out with people like Vanessa Hudgens. People might die. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> honestly i mean at least like you could like cut some holes in the baloney and like use it as a mask so people don't know you're there serial killer serial killer that's you dude wow you're like <laughs> you're, you're you're dwight from the office okay whatever you say there leather face unbelievable whatever <laughs> i'll say i'll say this though funny baloney story you mentioned like getting baloney as a kid 
So I'm sure many kids experienced having bologna fucking sandwiches. I don't know what kids are getting sent with lunch now. I, I don't know, gourmet chickens, whatever, whiny kids. Um, so I remember once deciding when I was like eight or nine and, and like my public school was around the corner from my house. I could walk to school in 20 seconds. So is mine. And so, yeah, it rips, you know. And so I remember one day just deciding, you know what? Fuck bologna sandwiches. I don't want these anymore. And so that day I traded my bologna sandwich to my friend for a pudding pack. And I ate that instead. And when I went home that night, my parents literally had just bought a brand new thing of bologna. And I was like, listen, guys, it's not for we got to we got to fucking rally around me right now as a family. This is ruining my life. And, and I can't <laughs> do this anymore. And my my mom was like, well, all right. But like when we run out of bologna, we'll buy something else. And I'm like, I can make that sacrifice for you. We run out of bologna. And then we rock over to summer sausage, a very acceptable lunch meat. But I remember like a couple weeks later, I got in trouble and my dad was pissed at me and he threw out the summer sausage without me knowing. And I was grounded or whatever. <laughs> and the next day, my dad packed me three hulking bologna sandwiches <laughs> with no condiments to cover up the nastiness. Like, at least mom would throw some mustard on there. He was so pissed off at me that he sent me to school with three, like, vacuum-sealed, hulking bologna sandwiches. And I'll never forget, there was a stick-it note on there that just said, fucking eat it. <laughs> I'm nine years old! <laughs> Don't even... That is... And looking back... And looking back at the time, obviously, if your parents did something like that to you, you were like, oh, screw my parents. Looking back, I'm so psyched my dad did that. That's so I, I aspire to be that level of petty. Can you <laughs> imagine? Unreal. Can you imagine? One, one funny thing I saw, too, my girlfriend. My girlfriend showed me a video yesterday of this, like, 16-year-old kid. And I guess like his mom, his mom took away his Xbox controllers. And so he goes, okay, into the kitchen. Saw you saw that he goes into the kitchen <laughs> takes and the takes, oven door. takes the oven door off. And the best part is he looks right in the camera and goes, you're going to take my Xbox controllers. I fucking take your oven door. Good luck making your casserole now, Carol. <laughs> Unreal. But like, what's he going to eat now? His pocket cooking anything. He's like he's fifteen, he's, man. He's living off hot pockets and Doritos. You yeah, know. Doritos and Mountain Dew. Yeah. Oh my god! So that's the Yale Bologna <laughs> Festival. <laughs> you know, want to hear how spoiled I was in elementary school for lunches? Yes. My parents, um, would not all the time, but like like a lot of the time, would like just drop off my lunch for me in my backpack, um, oh. right at lunchtime. So I'd have like a nice like. <laughs> meal kind of <laughs> like right like they know when lunch is so they drop it off like five minutes before and then the bell rings and there it is all in like tin foil all nice and hot <laughs> this is why you're so such a bummer about your hair when anything goes wrong because you're so anything. entitled you're so entitled what? i'm not entitled <laughs> 
Oh, that's so funny, dude. I, we just had a whole conversation about how neither of us complain. I say I don't I want know. anyone to screw up my hair, and suddenly I'm entitled. Okay. Listen, man, it's the title of the show. We got to keep this saucy. So right, how about that? Right. Um, I do remember too, like, as I got older, like grade six, seven, eight, my dad made a deal with me and he'd be like, cause he was still painting back then. So sometimes he'd be home for lunch if he was like near town and he made me a deal. Like if I could get at least B's in every class, he would let me come home for lunch and he'd make me like soup or something awesome. Occasionally he'd bring back some Subway. How about that? If I was real good. If you can believe it, being as, you know, negligent as I am, I used to be a straight A student when I was like a youngin. And, uh, you know, it uh, it all went downhill after I joined a band. And and we'll touch on that later. But, uh, yeah, spoiled kids, man. Looking back, I was pretty spoiled. But, you know, I, I still came out ripping. Uh, well, it's hard not to spoil me because I'm the youngest of five and I was the cutest. So. Right. You're the baby, right? I'm the baby. So, so everyone's I, gone. They got like empty nester syndrome or whatever. And who who else are they going to spoil? I love that. Me. I had the opposite, right? So like I, that's why I'm the big brother of this show, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the big brother, literally. It's just me and Roy and I came first and I just got tossed to the side, you know? That's not true at all. My mom, my mom, dad didn't, but my mom babied both of us. And my dad would be like, blah, blah, blah. just making dad noises over in the corner, <laughs> out into the garage. That like, that like audible sound of the back door slamming shut. Yeah, that's the sound effect of my life. Other than like a rocket ship, because that's what we are. We're a juggernaut. But um yeah, one other thing I wanted to touch on too was I just watched on Netflix because that's what we're doing. I just watched Tom Segura's new special. It was really good. And he had this funny bit that I totally agree with about how um, people suck when like you ask as a courtesy, like, how you doing? What's up? Type deal. And they go into this giant spiel and spill all their problems on your feet. Unless you have a very close relationship with a person, in my opinion, and I listen, man, I'm all for mental health and that's awesome. But out in the world, like it, his examples, like at the bank or something, if you bump into somebody that like, you know, from high school and you say to be nice, how you doing? And they like are like, I've got 17 kids. I don't know what happened. That's unacceptable to me. <laughs> and he basically... He basically don't know what happened. That's the story what... I want to hear, though. I know. Pick a less interesting example. Sorry. Well, sir, did you get 17 kids? Tell me more. Let's have coffee. Um, but no, you're right. Go on. I, I just think they're, they're like he's like Tom Segura said in his new special, I think it's called Ball Hog. He, um, he basically says there's two acceptable answers when somebody that you're just like, say acquaintances with sees you those responses are great or fine and i or live in the dream (laughs) well that's what we would say yeah well or or how's it going oh it's going i mean those are also acceptable (laughs) 
Ho, it's going. Oh, oh it's going. Oh, <laughs> like I thought oh, you said. Going. I thought you said <laughs> ho. <laughs> like like H O H maybe like ho, oh, it's going. Okay. <laughs> not not I like. Thought, I thought not, you meant something else. <laughs> no, I'm not calling this person a ho. <laughs> Thank you. Not yet. Not if we're just acquaintances. Oh, but uh, yeah, and I agree. You you say. <laughs> You say great, or if, if if shit's not great, you say fine. Because you don't divulge all your problems mm-hmm. onto somebody you barely know. It's not Yeah, well, perfect. why do you want to divulge your problems onto everyone? Like, like well, isn't it personal? Like, a lot of the time, like... That's an interesting point. But we see with the Facebook generation that people do people that all the time. complaining. Dude, uh. dude. Uh, okay, so I've recently been seeing like my like Facebook memories pop up in, in like on my phone of like posts I made back in 2013 when my so then cringe. when my then girlfriend broke up with me and I was <laughs> I was in a sad place and honestly, dude, I want to go back to 2013 and kick myself in the nuts. It's the worst, most whiny, attention-seeking shit. The post I saw yesterday was, wonder if I'm going to sleep tonight. (laughs) That's it. No one cares. (laughs) That is so lame. And that was back when I didn't rip. Did you ever make, like, like for a TBH statuses? Oh, yeah. 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 I I never made one. I always liked them. I never made one. They're so dumb. Like, people will go on Facebook and they'll be like... It's literally like copying and pasting everything. Like, oh my god, you're so pretty, funny. Like, we should hang out more. (laughs) People will be like, um, oh, such a rough week, dot, dot, dot. And and then people will be like, on on the comments will be like, hope everything's okay, what happened? And then they never respond. Don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, don't want to talk about it. Like, or or bad day, um, DTTC, like don't text the cell. Like, <laughs> I wasn't going to text you. <laughs> yeah, and, and now I'm extra not going to text you. In fact, <laughs> I'm deleting you from my phone, baby. <laughs> I did that numerous times because like you know when like you first get a cell phone now i don't know about you but i didn't want a phone and my parents when i was like 16 at the height of like our band when when i was out all the time wanted to get me one and i was like nah i don't want a phone blah blah mom finally talked me into getting one when i was 19 and working full-time i was like you know what all right i'll get a phone and what did i get the Blackberry Pearl, dude. Straight up with the little rolly ball. And you know when, like, you first get a phone and, like, everyone wants your number. They're like, you have a f- Oh, yeah, give me your number, right? So I had, like, 200 numbers in my phone of, like, people I sort of hung out with or knew from high school. And then I just started seeing, as I went to college, people that I couldn't really stand that would post dumb shit. And I legitimately, we've all done this. We've all played the delete game. I legitimately one night just started Rolodexing my phone and going delete. I deleted 75 numbers as I listened to like a a Michael Jackson album or something. I was thriller, delete, delete. Like it it was the best. (laughs) 
And like, I'll see, sometimes I'll see people post stuff and I'm like, I'm deleting that. Okay. Or I mute the mute is. Yeah, I unfollow oh. slash mute a lot of people. Because um, sometimes like, you just need to like relax. Like you don't need to post 10 things a day. Like I, like, I just don't have time for that. Like Facebook is for memes and um, random videos and like sometimes maybe news. It's not for your problems. And for finding and connecting with sauce and goss because we've got well, a yeah. yeah. Now, important I, I, things. I agree. Exactly. I agree with you. I've got a buddy that posts nothing but just like anti-political BS and I had to mute him. I was I can't stand this anymore. Um it's just so lame, dude. But yeah, that's why you should only say great or fine when people ask how you're doing. Mm-hmm. Unless it's someone cool, right? Mm-hmm. Like the majority of the listeners of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, the the only other thing I wanted to touch on before you get in, you got some tea to spill. And yeah. I'm I'm excited about this. The only other thing I wanted to touch on is during this quarantine period, we're all trying to find time to waste. We're all trying to find something to do to keep our, you know, our minds occupied. Uh, two things I want to mention. Uh, three, actually, obviously, keep listening to the show and tell fucking everybody about it because this show reps. Um, two, my girlfriend who featured on the last episode has started her own YouTube show called Killing Time with Kate. And it's very informative and you should watch that shit because she reps obviously she's dating me she rips by extension (laughs) but she also just rips on her own and you should watch that show but the third thing is obviously we've talked a bit about gaming and like staying in touch with your friends through like facetime or whatever well my friends and i i don't know if you're familiar with the game called red dead redemption 2 Mm -hmm. now it is a cowboy western game and it's Mm -hmm. maybe the greatest game ever made Mm -hmm. and we have started playing it. There's an online version, similar to like Grand Theft Auto. It's made by the same uh, company. And I've showed you a couple videos. Now, my friends and I like to have Irish cream in our coffees. And there's a particular brand called Ocasis. And it's delicious. And we have made an all ginger-haired group of irish cowboys on red dead redemption 2 and our posse is called the ocasis gang and we have had such a fun time ripping around the wild west shooting everybody and just robbing banks and shit it's it's awesome dude so if you're into that game how about you start up a gang and and maybe you'll run into the ocasis you can't miss us. We're all gingered. My character's got like a, a like a Jufro. It's the best, dude. <laughs> the O'Casey's gang. How about that? All right. I'm excited because I you've not filled me in prior like we sometimes do when we exchange ideas. And you notified me that you've got some tea to spill. Mm-hmm. And that's yep, I got I, some. Uh, that's uh, the heart uh, of the show. Listener submitted tea. Li- um, oh. Two stories. Or listener submitted stuff. I love this, guys. Yeah. Keep, keep sending us yeah. ideas. Yeah. Sauceandgoss yeah. at gmail.com. So. <laughs> uh, SauceandgossPod on Twitter. Keep doing this, man. I love this. Let's do it. Spill Can some you tea. see me while I'm on my phone right now? I can't see you, but I can okay. hear you, so you do your thing. Okay, yeah, because it's all over text. So Tea spilling, um, go. Okay, so this is about um, a friend and her boyfriend had a bit of a... Um, 
a mishap is what uh, she says. Um, so apparently they've been dating for like a year and a half. And at the beginning of their relationship, they said that they weren't going to follow like, like Instagram accounts that like, like, like slutty girls or like, like douchey guys kind of thing is like what they said. Um, okay. but, um, so this girl, like, so, um, I don't know if you know how, um, like Instagram used to have that page where, um, you could like see what other people are, are doing, like who you're following, like what they're liking and what they're like following yeah. and stuff. Um, so like that's gone now. So um, this girl, I guess, creeped her boyfriend's um, followers to see if there's any difference. And apparently he's following four new porn stars, uh, <laughs> which is against the rules of them dating, apparently, um, which is a, a big. So like, what is what is your view on um, on like following accounts like that? <laughs> Uh, man, <laughs> I, fuck that rule. How about that? That's what I think. I I don't have a problem with that at all. That's dumb, dude. Like, I, I don't know. Like, okay, I, I mean, I guess if that was for some reason an agreed upon rule when you started dating, which like, I don't know, call me old school, but the only rule I really care about when I start dating somebody is, hey, maybe don't do this with other people. That's basically it. Um, <laughs> that's that's really the rule. Maybe also don't do heroin or something. That that's it. Um, I guess if I guess if it was like a legitimately agreed upon rule, she maybe has grounds to be upset. Pardon me, but at the end of the day, but he's also liking to... all of their pictures. So what? That who cares? The well, guy... she does. Well, it's not like he's going to bang them. Like, did, porn is a huge industry, and anybody who says that they don't watch it is a liar, and I don't trust them. That's horseshit. It, like, if, for for instance, and there's nothing wrong with that, dude. It's, it, it is what it is. And, like, if he's following porn stars, they're not following him back and, like, sending him pictures. They're porn. They don't care. And at the end, like, for instance, if you asked, like, if you asked your boyfriend, who I'm sure is obviously a great dude, he lent you that bitch and mic that you can't use right now. But if you asked him and looked him in the eye and asked, do you watch porn? And then he said, no, I, me, I immediately would go, would give him like the Dwayne Rock Johnson eyebrow and start asking questions. I don't want you to bring me in. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not. But I'm using you as an example. Just be honest with people. And there's nothing wrong with you watching it. And I think, I think it's fine. Like, it's not... I don't know. I just think that if, if you have trust in a relationship and that's the worst hurdle you now, come I'm gonna, on... No, I'm going to say, apparently, um, he was the one who started that conversation that they weren't going to follow those accounts. So she didn't ask him to at the beginning. So he that, said it at the beginning. And, so that's a little weird. And then and then did this secretly. And then, um, but there also, I feel like there must Secret. be a reason why she felt like she had to go and look. Because like, I don't know, it's pretty weird if you're just feeling like, I need to go creep on what my boyfriend's doing. There must be a, like a reason he gave her to be like, hmm, I wonder what's he, what he's doing on that phone. Like, I don't know, like there must be a reason that she went to creep him. That's a problem, and I feel like phones in general, this is a big reason why I didn't want one for a long time, cause a lot of problems in a relationship. 
the best thing to do is just at the end of the day, I'll just boil it down to this outside of this very technical argument, which I mean, again, if this is the biggest hurdle you've hit in a year and a half, I think you're going to be okay. But I'll just say this at the end of the day, if you feel like you don't trust somebody or don't want to be with somebody and would rather be following porn stars or other girls, you know, then just be honest with the person be like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'd like to just go bang other people. Then just do that. Honesty is the best policy, man. It really is. It rips. It's difficult, but, but nothing good in life is easy. So you just got to be honest with people. It's not fun to break up with people. It's not fun to tell people how you truly feel. Sometimes it's just got to be done. And if you are in a relationship with somebody like Kate and I, we share everything. I know her password to her phone. She knows my password to my phone. The reason being is that I don't feel like I have anything to hide from her. My, my computer that I'm on right now isn't password protected. Hers is because she uses it for business. I know the password to it. it like, it just... Like, <laughs> I don't yeah, know how absolutely. else to say it. You, yeah, as, if you can't trust the person, then what are you doing? If you're as, having, like, a, a deep down in the pit feeling that somebody's being fishy and it's bothering you, you got to address that with the person. And, and if if you can't handle it, then I don't think... And this might not be the case with this person, but if it's a thing where like you can't stop stressing about what someone's doing on their phone, that might be a you problem. And I don't know if you have the mental maturity to be in a relationship. That's true. I mean, yeah, if they, if they stem from your own like hidden insecurities, then that sucks. But it's not always fair to dish it out on the person that you're with and try That's... to like, force them to make you feel better when they yeah. don't aren't really doing anything wrong like again like, yeah. like you said like if yeah like they're celebrities they're porn stars whatever like they're not caring about who's no. following and liking their stuff but it, it'd be different if it was like a like like a girl that you know and like who's like messaging him all the time like that, that is would something be else. very different yeah that would be very different because like I, like i said i doubt very much that riley reed is sending this guy exclusive nude photos right like <laughs> And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, yeah, I know some of their names, dude. Come on, I'm honest. Um, everybody knows who she is, man, because she is the one that like hangs out with that Logan Paul guy, who's a fucking idiot. Um, no, Logan I just for life. <laughs> nope, sauce and goss for life. Hashtag Logan sucks. Hashtag this pod's way better. Um, does he even have a podcast? I think his brother does. I don't know. Jake uh, Paul. It doesn't matter. There's no way it's better than this show. So don't even fucking look for it. Look for Sauce and Goss and hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Um, yeah, at the end of the day, like, look, yeah, people have insecurities. I've been cheated on before, but at no point now in my, you know, almost 30-year-old maturity have I ever thought, like, I wonder what Kate's doing over there on her phone. I don't give a shit. I have no reason to, and she has no reason to. And so that's why, you know, our relationship fucking rips really mm -hmm. hard. Absolutely, yeah. And your, and your relationship obviously rips really hard too, so there you go. Yeah. Yeah, just trust. And... Dude, how cool are we, man? We have nothing wrong. <laughs> I just can't believe that we're both perfect and, like, with good people. It's crazy. 
Dude, we are so unreal. And like, <laughs> we never, ever have to take a monkey wrench to the car engine that is our lives. That's a great phrase right there. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Straight up. I've never had to change a tire. Okay. okay, so get this next submission. So again, it's a girlfriend-boyfriend drama. Um, love it. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, so they're self-isolating while um, the girl is because um, her mom has uh, like an immunodeficiency problem. So like she's got to be extra careful. So like they're just self-isolating at home. So yep. one night she asked her boyfriend to FaceTime and he said that like he was tired, didn't really feel like talking. So she's like, that's fine. Like we can do like another day, like I'm not going anywhere. And the next morning, apparently she saw a mutual friend's Snapchat story that they're all at a party. Get a load of that. So he lied to her about what he was doing and, like, didn't tell her he was going to this party, which, first of all, is dumb because we're all in isolation. So why are you going to a party? And also, like, you're clearly saying that you, like, like, if he was self-isolating at home, they would still be able to see each other because, like, he would be, like, fine. But he's saying that he doesn't care about seeing her or he doesn't care about killing her mom. Right? (laughs) Preach, girl. That's what uh, it is. Like, if you're like, that's what it is. So now, so I have a much stronger opinion on this particular. Yeah, because this tea. is straight up lying to her. He tried to hide it. She only found out because of someone else's Snapchat story. That's sketchy. First mm-hmm. of all, that They've guy been dating is maybe half a year, half a year to like eight months or so. Oh, so they're still early. She could cut this off. No problem. Um, I would say, yeah, I'd confront him about that. That's a piece of shit move. Like if you, cause it like, again, just be honest with people. Like mm-hmm. if that was me in that situation and I just didn't feel like FaceTiming and wanted to go to a party, even though I definitely wouldn't do that right now. Cause self-isolation keep everybody safe. But if, if there was a situation like that, I would literally just say to Kate, nah, I kind of feel like going to see the boys. And her response, very reasonably, would be like, all right, yeah, we'll, we'll do something tomorrow. That mm-hmm. happens all the time in my relationship. Yeah, like I'm not saying, yeah, a relationship, you need to be around each other 24-7. You can't have no. like, exterior social lives because that's crazy. But you have to tell them, like, no, like, I'm going to go hang out with my friends tonight. Like, and that's fine. <laughs> That's one thing I love about Kate that like as as good of a person as my ex-girlfriend is and she's a nurse and is working very hard right now, obviously. So props to her. But, you know, we just didn't get along. Um, the great thing about Kate is she loves my friends and will like come hang out with them. Mm-hmm. Whereas my ex-girlfriend wouldn't do that, which is a piss off. Yeah, man. They're, that's, they're a big part of my life. That's a sign that it's not going to last. <laughs> they can't I, get along with your friends. And I, I didn't see it coming, man. I was blind driving. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the sign. Yep. yep. Kate, like we had, a, the last time we were all together was, was New Year's. And like Kate came and all of my friends, we had a rip roaring time. It was great, man. And, and like, honestly, all the time, like Kate or I will be like, hey, do you want to do X? And the other person might go, yeah, totally. Or me or her, her and I, proper grammar. That's what this show's all about. We even have an apostrophe on the un, sauce in apostrophe goss. Although technically it should be, there should be an apostrophe on both sides of the N, right? No, what are you talking about? Like if the apostrophe is replacing a letter. No, no. 
right? Let us know in the comments. <laughs> Wrong. Anyway, <laughs> one of us might be like, no, I don't feel like doing that. And the other person respectfully goes, all right, and <laughs> just do, do something else. Like, yeah. it's not just be honest with people. If you want to go do something else, like, yeah, you don't have to spend 24 seven with your significant other. Mm -hmm. However, but don't lie about where you're going. Don't if lie. You're lying, then you suck. That's just a sketchy thing mm -hmm. to do. And, and I understand that sometimes people lie because the other person can be crazy and freak out for no reason. So don't be that person either. Let your yeah. significant other have a life and, and be with their friends, whatever. But also, but, yeah, if you're with someone who would overreact to you doing something, so you lie about it, I mean, that's pretty flawed. You got to <laughs> so yeah, what are you, you doing? <laughs> you as the as the liar in that situation have to get out of there because mm -hmm. you should be with somebody who who respects all aspects of your life. Mm -hmm. Like again, for instance, like Kate and I. Kate and I really connected because we both like the same hockey team. We both love hockey. We like sports in general. It's fun. We watch football together. I really like Formula One racing. Kate fucking hates it. And I don't ever expect her to sit there for two hours and watch cars drive round and round really fast. I really enjoy it. She doesn't. And I don't expect her to sit there with me while I do that. Just and like she like, wouldn't force you to go to a Jonas Brothers concert. <laughs> Oh, she wouldn't. And like, honestly, I would go. I would. I would actually kind of yeah. like to see them live. Um, I want to see what the hype's all about, you know. But um, yeah, that. Like, if you're being fishy and like you're lying for a reason, you're uh, you're either lying because you feel like the other person's gonna freak out, or you're lying because you're you're just being fishy. And I don't respect that at all. And whoever that guy is. He's not allowed to listen to this fucking show. Uh, he's the one percent. He he's one of the one percenters, and he doesn't rip. He's not even one of the one percenters, though, because he's not allowed to listen at all. He's not That's even true. in. Yeah, 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 he's something that, else. That guy, whoever he is, and we don't know, um, or <laughs> I don't know, um, whoever that guy is, you're not allowed to go to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify and subscribe. <laughs> you can you can take your <laughs> don't even think it. about emailing gmail.com. Dude, if you email us, I'm hitting delete hard. I'll hit delete so hard I go through my computer keyboard. You're out. Yep. So yeah, those are the two submissions. Um, I'm so sweaty, dude. I'm so worked up. I'm it's sweating hot. too. I what? Yeah, like, I don't want to lift up my arms. <laughs> I've got a dark shirt on, so I'm fine. But I, there's <laughs> no way I smell good. There's no way. I, Dude, I slept in. <laughs> I love that you just smelled yourself. Yeah. I, I smell, I don't smell um, good I or bad. Like, I'm very neutral right now. So am I. I don't, like, stink, but I know I will later. Because when you let sweat this, just sit there. I'm going to have to this, change my shirt. This quarantine thing, I'm definitely taking a break on using my deodorant. Oh, same, dude. I haven't put, put it on. I don't even care who knows, dude. I haven't put deodorant on in a week. Yeah. Why, why would you? Who am, who why, am I going to Why, why would you waste it? Exactly. Like, be frugal with your stuff, dude. Yeah. Dude. You're not supposed to be that close to people anyways. If you're close enough to smell someone, you're too close. Straight up. You, yeah, you can't be doing that, man. I... Yeah, I've just, like I said earlier, I've given up, not totally on personal hygiene, like I'm showering and shit, obviously, 
but I'm not showering every day. I also, like, I, I don't know if you're comfortable uh, admitting this if you don't, like I am, but, like, I don't shower every day in regular life. I uh, usually, like, on average, I would say I'd shower every other day just because. Yeah, same. Uh, like, I don't know. I'm not, a, I'm not a sweaty person by nature, and, like, you're not supposed to wash your hair every day. Yeah, so. you're not. It's, it's bad for you. It's bad for your hair. So well, that. People that do that are don't realize that they're actually drying their hair out mm-hmm. you're because you have natural oil in your scalp are you impressed that i know this um no <laughs> no uh, <laughs> give me come no. on give me well a i know it so it's not that impressive no i know but you're a girl man your hair care is much more important than mine um is that sexist to say Yes. I don't think it is. No, it's there's not. a lot of guys out there who care about their hair more than I do. Yeah, like I'm done, uh, I'm, like Jared I Leto. My hair in like a month. Yeah, That's who like cares? Before quarantine. <laughs> yeah, who cares? I yeah, they're like like for instance, Jared Leto stopped caring. Who has started his own cult and people call him the prophet? What an idiot! Anyway, who is we're the Jared Leto? You know? Oh, Jared Leto. Okay. Yeah. I, I just heard Jared, and I was like... <laughs> he's, he's legitimately, like, yeah. started his own cult on an island, and people call him the prophet. Now, I'll say this on this quick Jared Leto tangent, because we're off topic now. Just shower at least every two days, okay, folks? Yeah. Um, I like Jared Leto's band. I like 30 Seconds to Mars. I think they're pretty good. Um, they're not, like, you know, in my top ten by any means, but I like them. And I like his movies, but he personally is almost a male Vanessa Hudgens. He's a <laughs> he looks like a piece of shit. He he's he's like one of those guys that's just so pretentious and it's just like, oh, art. Like he's one of those dicks that could like look at a painting and be like, that's a that's a 16th century Van Gogh. Interestingly enough, he painted it. And then you're just like, ah, shut the fuck up. Dude. Just <laughs> Did you know fuck. he cut off his ear? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I actually bought it. I know art. I bought it. Yeah, like, come on, dude. Um, he just seems like a piece of shit. I'll say this though. On, I don't know if it's still on Netflix, and uh, this won't help anybody because I can't remember the name of it. But uh, probably a year ago, there was a really interesting documentary about his band, and really, it was about the music industry as a whole, where um. Essentially, it documented them making their third album despite being in a dispute with their record company. So I don't know if people know this uh, or, or how the music industry works, but basically what happens is if you get signed by a big record company like, say, Universal or Virgin or Sony, what they do is they will put up money for you to make a record. And you are basically constantly in debt to them. And they own like 60% of your revenue. They own your songs. Like They own your it, soul. It's a very twisted industry. And the, the documentary was kind of about that. And, and uh, 30 Seconds to Mars' personal struggle of getting out of their contract with, I believe, Sony. I could be wrong there. And uh, essentially becoming um, a self-publisher. 
because um, that's why, if you, if you wonder, not only because people don't really buy albums anymore, like I do, because I'm a nerd, but because of that and the fact that the artists aren't actually making a ton of money on their songs, that's why when you go to a concert now, the t-shirts are $50. Because that's how, that's literally how the artists are fucking eating because that's the only way they can make money because they they pay out of pocket to have merch um distributed oftentimes um like if you if you say buy a song on iTunes for whatever the fuck it is like a dollar 30 the artist probably gets 40 cents of that and that might even be generous so like if you like an artist a lot like i like a lot of different like i love you too the deaf to buy their album just buy their album if you really like i'm not saying buy everybody's album but if you really like you you love ariana grande buy buy her album because she already has so much money though i in her case yes because she's like a global superstar but if you like i don't know some like indie band or some shit buy their album help them out i don't know why i got off on that tangent I think it all stemmed from Jared Leto. This is a very tangenty episode, and I'm here for it. That's that's because we're locked inside and our minds mm-hmm. are racing. Let's let's move on though. So you is that all the tea you had to spill? Yeah, I just had the two the two teas. I liked I liked those a lot, and I yeah. liked submitted those. Yeah. And uh, and just remember, you can yeah shout out to anonymous. Just remember, email us. <laughs> <laughs> just remember to email us sauceandgoss at gmail.com or, or tweet us um, you might not want to tweet us you could DM us though on Twitter at saucingosspod so people don't see your goss and we'll keep you anonymous dude we don't say names here and shit unless people want us to if you want to out somebody if, I yeah, guess. if you want to call someone out we have no issues with that like, I'll call people out dude straight up just like I'll hammer that delete button on that dickhead's email that might come <laughs> I'll out people, dude. I'll do it. I'll jackknife people. I have no problem doing that because we're all about keeping the one percenters down. So <laughs> I, that was good tea, though, that you spilled. I, I was all for that. That was some straight up fucking Earl Grey. I like that. Um, all right. So do you do you have any do you have anything else? I just, <laughs> why Earl Grey? <laughs> I don't know, man, because Earl Grey is like a strong, like bitter tea. You know what I mean? And that was sure. some bitter shit, and I liked it. Um, do you have anything, <laughs> anything else you want to touch on? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, we can just keep chatting about that's <laughs> what. <laughs> All right, now this might take a minute, and 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 you know what? I'm gonna dig into a story. I've mentioned numerous times on this show that I'm still band. I'm still living in a past life and want to be a rock star. <laughs> And I was in a band one time. And obviously because of the length of time I was in this band with my best friends, um, we saw some shit. And one night in particular sticks out. And for my boys listening, they already know what's coming. And I've, I've promised you that I would share this story. Now, this story is decently lengthy. So I would like for you, if you have a question or want clarity on something to wave me down. Cause I have no okay. problem digging into the fine details. This is the sexy party story. 
Now, this let me set so good. <laughs> let me set the scene for you. I'm 17, give or take, and we played the last couple shows. Um, I mentioned we used to have a guy who managed our band for a little bit. Most of the time, it was my mom. That's how killer she is. Um, my friend Derek, Big D Rock, who has that great podcast, you should check out The Walk Show. Um, he managed our band. Now, he used to be the drummer in this really cool heavy metal band called Arise and Ruin. They were the shit. And we used to play with them a decent amount. We played the last couple shows on a tour they were doing with another really cool band that we liked. Some people might recognize the name, Dead and Divine. Um, they were great dudes. And so we jumped on the last couple shows. I think we played Guelph, Kitchener, and maybe one other place. It ended in Kitchener. Final show's over. Derek comes up to us and says, hey, Hal, our buddy Hal, is hosting a party. Do you guys want to go? And we were like, million percent. Let's do it. Now, Hal used to be in this band called What's He Building in There? Which is a ridiculous band name, but it was they were really cool. He had, um, I'm pretty sure he was a producer. He might still be. He had a, like a studio in his basement um, where they would record and he would record other bands. Now, Hal and his bandmates at the time all lived in this big old red brick house in like downtown Waterloo. And it was like five stories. It was this big old house. And so we're like, yeah, cool. We'll show up. So we get there and I'm, we're all just like in our band gear, you know, we get out of the van. Now, when we rock up, there are a ton of people on the front lawn. Like this is like a, a party, like a, like an animal house party. I've never been to a party that big since or before get out. Now, there was another guy, uh, there was another band that played that night, uh, and they were really cool. They were called Kathleen Turner Overdrive. We we liked those guys. Their lead singer, whose name I still don't actually know, everyone just referred to him as Sexy Steve. Sexy Steve is in, like, board shorts and, like, a, a denim fisherman's vest with nothing underneath. He comes running up to us. Upon arrival, I've been out of the van for four seconds. He looks at me and goes, you're not sexy enough. This is a sexy party. He ripped my t-shirt in half, Hulk Hogan style. I'm like, okay. Wait, was wow. that an important t-shirt to you? No, it was like, okay. you know. I, I okay, think, so it was okay to sacrifice. Okay, To I be honest, I... I actually think it was a dead and divine shirt that their singer gave me. And I was like, Oh, cool. So anyway, so I'm like, well now I don't have a shirt. So I reach into our band and I just put on one of our band t-shirts. I was like, oh, I guess I'm wearing this. So we try and go in the front door of this old house with like a big ass porch, right? Can't get through the door. We realize the reason is there are a bunch of people on the other side of the door passed out. Can't get through the door. We're like, this is at like 1030 at night. It's a conservative hour. This is when the party should be ramping upward. And it did. So we're like, okay, we'll go through the side door. Now, this is where things get spicy. 
We go through the side door of this fucking house and we get in there and it's like a little like side guest room type thing right when you walk through the door to your immediate left. Now, I'm about 17. Quincy and and Rob, the oldest members, are like 18, 19 years old. I think our bass player, Alex, was the same age. We had this young kid in our band named Harrison who was a really good guitar player. He's like 15, 16 years old. We go in this house, and to our immediate left in this wide open guest room are just two naked girls making out on a futon. And when I say naked, I don't mean like their shirts were off. I mean they were naked. And we are obviously taken aback by this and are like, okay, so that's something. We continue into the house. No interaction showing. We immediately start realizing as we look upon the guests that we have missed a memo here and that we were not told by Derek or any of the band guys that this was a themed party and the theme was S&M. So everybody except for all of the bands on tour. So like we go in and there's like a big front foyer where there's this old staircase going all the way up to the top. Like you can see up to the top floor of the house. It's this cool old stairway. We see on the first landing, all the guys from like dead and divine are up there. Derek and his band dressed just normal in our band. Getups. Everybody else is in like fishnet and weird buckles and chains and shit. We're like, what the fuck is going on? So we're all kind of splitting up. I'm like, where is Hal? Who is like a big, tall dude. We go, we find him in the kitchen and he's in this like, I don't even know how to describe it. Get up. He's like, yeah, guys, what's up? And he's like, all right. Like, uh, yeah, we're, we do this every year. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, whatever. Cause he can tell I'm confused. He's like, yeah, we do this every year. It's like a joke, right? And he's like, just don't go downstairs like where the studio is, obviously, because, of course, they, they don't want to get anything wrecked. We're like, okay, it's man. Real party set. Yeah, maybe. So we're like, okay, man, yeah, no problem. So we make our way out and go up the first set of stairs. We're on the first landing there, and we're chatting with the Dead and Divine guys. And, and me, like, I'm – a you know, a starstruck kid. I looked up to those guys. I'm like, this is fucking cool, man. Like, let, check out what we're doing. And then uh, my my best friend Rob and I, who was our drummer, decide let's tour the rest of the house, see what's going on, right? And people, like, this house was huge. And there were just, r- like, empty rooms in it. And people were just throwing people in them and locking them in there. Like, it was it was so bizarre. So we get up to like the second or third floor and we're hanging out with some of the Horizon Ruin guys and Brent Munger, their guitar player, who's like a big dude. We're in this room. There's nothing in there except this old like dresser. And we're all pretty drunk at this point. Brent just decides I'm smashing that. And he just disintegrates this dresser. And we're laughing, like cheering, like, yeah. He's just destroying. This house got destroyed, dude. Like there were holes in the wall. It was ridiculous. So he just breaks this old dresser. And we're like, that was awesome. And then Rob's like, let's let's continue further upstairs. 
And so we're like, okay. So Rob and I continue upstairs. We get up to the fifth floor and there's like a little landing there um, up into like, uh, like an attic area. And there's like loud music up there and we're like, oh fuck, like, like they're partying up there. We get up there and there's like a full scale rave going on. The, the wall, the walls are all painted black and they've just got like strobe lights everywhere playing like disco music. It was so weird. And we're like, what the hell's going on in here? Right. And like people had like, um, like glow in the dark body paint on and it was that sounds like a place that you wouldn't want to run a uv light over so (laughs) yeah so we notice uh we notice across the room uh there's a guy uh there that we were friends with at the time that was in this band that we used to play with a lot called rivera wide awake and we're like oh there's bill and we're like, cool. So we go walking over there. Bill is sitting in a circle with a couple other people on these like big beanbag chairs. Of course, they're beanbag chairs, you know? So <laughs> Crowlin and I go over there and we sit on these beanbag chairs. We're chatting with Bill. All of a sudden, these two girls come walking over and they're dressed up like Playboy bunnies. So they've got on like bikini bottoms and like the fuzzy feathery bras and like bunny ears. And we're like, okay, you know, and they're talking to us and we're like, nah, we're like, we're cool. Um, no. And so we watch them walk over to the far side of the room. Now over on the far side of the room, this is where shit got crazy. Keep in mind, I'm like 17, I'm underage. And, we watch them go over to what I can only describe as like uh, a Hollywood mirror. You know what I'm talking about? Like it's like the mirror with all the light bulbs around it and shit. Yeah. They sit down at this mirror with this other girl and the one girl reaches into her um, playboy bunny bra and pulls out a bag with a, a flaky white substance inside of it. And I'm like, oh, my God, that girl's about to cut lines of cocaine. And Crown's like, oh, my God, yeah, she is. And I'm like, we should get out of here because it's like midnight now and the party is loud. And we're like, all right. So we start trekking downstairs and uh, we decide we're going to leave now. And our buddy Alex, who didn't really drink that much, uh, drove us home. We get in the van. We take off. Like, literally two minutes later, the cops showed up. We avoided probably getting in a lot of trouble. It was just the most bizarre party I've ever been to. It was it was surreal. It was one of the only times I actually felt <laughs> like a member of the Rolling Stones or something, where I was like, this is a party. Like, it was intense. And that's the sexy party, man. It was it was so weird. That sounds like the exact opposite um, of a place I want to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you probably wouldn't have had a good time. Uh, 
I would have been standing in a corner on my phone, like, just not looking at anyone, hoping no one talked to me. <laughs> yeah, texting us, like, can we please leave? Yeah, like, um, I'm here to drive you guys home whenever you want. <laughs> I'm like if... an Alicia Cara song here. <laughs> <laughs> if, if for some reason the band ever gets back together, you can be our publicist. Perfect. Just stand in the corner. Let's go, guys. Come on. We've got we've got Coachella tomorrow. I've got a lot of practice being the DD, so I got you. There you go. I love it. I I'll be honest. I'm so hot. I have nothing else. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm pretty. It's pretty warm in here too. I think I need to like open up my door, get some like breeze going. Yeah, I'm going to go on the back patio and just, like, eat the wind. I can't wait. Have another beer? Dude, yeah. I, I, I'm I almost empty. I made it to... I made my sauce and goss with O'Casey's coffee and my beer last right till the end. Love it. Good timing. <laughs> it is good oh, timing. Oh, you're going to be proud of me. I'm drinking water today. I love that. Good for you. Stay hydrated, and, dude. I need you. And iced coffee. <laughs> I wondered what you were sipping on there. I was like, does she got like a cappuccino in a wine glass? Yeah, no, I, I got it. It came in a Tim Hortons cup, but it, it kept spilling when I tried to drink out of it. So I needed to put it in the stemless wine glass. Those lids blow, dude. Tim Hortons. It was so funny. I came back with a coffee for my mom and she looks at me and she's like, these lids are so hard to drink from. And she goes to take a sip and spills it all over yes and i'm laughing my head off and she goes it's not funny why are you i'm like mom that's not funny oh my god complained about it and then it happened that's spectacular i love that it was so good poor mama robertson well, I hope that that doesn't happen next time. Maybe give her a wine glass next time because those lids legitimately <laughs> I, I ran upstairs suck. and got her a mug to replace it. So it Straight it up. Oh, I can't stand that. Fix the lids, man. All right. I think I think that's probably enough. We're we're both certainly. I am going a little crazy here in in spaceship quarantine. The doors are sealed, and I'm not going anywhere to have driveway parties. Um, <laughs> Keep emailing us, man. We love this, dude. We, we've got listeners checking in from all over the world, and we're six episodes deep. I love that. Spread the word. Tell your friends. Keep emailing us, sauceandgoss at gmail.com. We're on Twitter where you can DM us or tweet at us at sauceandgosspod. We're on Facebook, and you can find and subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. And you should do that and tell others to do it because we rip. We want to share this with you. This is your show. It's our show. Everybody rips except maybe 1% of you. But that's okay. We we all have to deal with shitty people, don't we? That's it, man. Sauce and goss. We, we crushed that. Now we just got to deliberate and find a title for the episode. I wrote a couple down. I, I love that. Great. That's why you're the organizer and you'll be our future band publicist. When we, when we reunite, because you write everything down. Straight up. We love that you guys listen. We love that you're emailing us. And we love that you're sharing this so that we can go global. Hashtag World Tour 2022. Got to have goals in life. Uh, I'm Ryan. I'm Fiona. Out. <laughs> Straight, Straight up. up. We rep. You rep. Quarantine. Keep it going. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs>